0: We got a public service announcement. Public service announcement. I am pleased to announce the uh, homegoing services of the Los Angeles Fakers. It will be directed by Pastor King Known Franklin McClurkin at a date later to be announced. As you know, we will uh, we will record the homegoing services of the Los Angeles Fakers, and we will have special customized caskets for all the Los Angeles fakers, and then we will be riding through Los Angeles and Detroit (laughs) to celebrate the homegoing of the Los Angeles Lakers at a date later to be announced once the team is officially eliminated. This is King Known from King Known Uncensored. Now let's go on to the show. Bro, <laughs> I got some balls to pick. Yeah, heard no one as cold as this. Give me the stick, let me hold this shit. You make a move, on am going blow this, bitch. You about to get what you're supposed to get? <laughs> I don't know this trick. Why she keep blowing my phone and shit? But someone, please tell me who's holding this. Nigga, you know who the coldest is? Who's coldest is? My Lambo got too many options. I don't even know what motors is. Nigga, you know who float this is? I just stole this shit. Niggas that like I ain't supposed to be rich. Like I ain't grow up with a roaches live, Like I ain't come up like. How do you spell crazy? G E N I U S. How do you spell pain? I R S. What you know about mental health when you live in hell and you automate? On a private jet. <laughs> Labels, they wanna sign a the check. And I got on my gay yeah, shit, turned every note to a solid yes. I don't care about stopping now, let the whole world know I am next. I ain't quit till I touch the sky, or a nigga living on the highest center. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, he's not crazy. He's not crazy. And if they try to cancel me, they ain't gonna face me. Yeah, I see it. I yeah, forgave you. I'm gonna change the world if they gon' change me. Gay's yeah, not crazy. Yeah, he's Well, maybe I am. Ladies and gentlemen, it seems like it's been a long time. I ain't been around, man. I've been busy. But I'm back, though. I'm back for an appetizer because, man, listen. It's a lot coming up, man. It's a lot coming up. It's a lot coming up. This is King Known Uncensored. And we going to talk about the 2022 Grammys. And guess what? The play-in game in the NBA will be April 12th through the 15th. less than two weeks. That's crazy, man. Can't believe we're finally here. Now, man, shout out to uh, Pastor King Known, Franklin McClurkin. Always mix it up and shit, man. We got that Lakers funeral coming soon. R.I.P. Betty White. Oh, yeah. It's going down very, very soon. Date later to be announced. <laughs> because we know it's coming. Just waiting on it. You gotta keep they, the foot on their necks, baby. You gotta keep the foot on their necks. But let's talk, let's talk Grammys. A lot of interesting things that happened. The Grammys happened last night. I heard it was no performances. Is that true? Because I sure wasn't watching the motherfucker. I had better things to do like get money so let's talk man let's talk Grammys dog because you know I was interested to see like were they gonna get it ever gonna get it right so let's talk record of the year all right the nominees were leave the door open Silk so Sonic I Still Have Faith In You by ABBA ABBA still makes music Jesus Oldheads. Freedom John Baptist I Get A Kick Out Of You Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga oh yeah that was from that movie and shit that they did Peaches Justin Bieber Daniel Caesar and Giveon. man that record was everywhere Right On Time Brandi Carlile Kiss Me More Doja Cat and SZA Happier Than Ever, Billy Irish, Montero by Lil Nas X, driver's license, Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo, I never heard one song from this lady, but this lady be charting, this lady be doing her thing. I never heard one record from this lady, not even at a store. And I've been outside more than usual. But I feel like me personally, that's too many fucking people. That's too many nominees. Like, they gotta cut that shit down to like six or seven, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. i tell you what. But record of the year, Silk Sonic, leave the door open. And and Silk Sonic swept the Grammys. So basically, every category that they were nominated in, they won. Allegedly, we'll take a look at that. We will take a look at that, y'all. But how do I feel? I mean, duh. I, didn't I have that shit number one on my list for the uh, best song of the year I didn't I rank that number one I believe I did and there was a lot of controversy behind that a lot of people disagreed with me ranking that song number one but obviously me and the Grammy committee agreed so they got this one right by far and it's not even it's not even to be debated Because that song, as soon as it came out, I was like, "You mean to tell me that Bruno and Anderson? I don't even—I wasn't even a Bruno Mars fan until Twenty Four Karat Magic came out. Keep it a buck. Anderson Pack—I was a fan of Anderson Pack before any of you knew who the fuck he was. But that was crazy, man. Craziness. Album of the year: We Are by John Baptist." love for sale Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga Justice Justin Bieber Planet Her Doja Cat Happier Than Ever Billie Eilish Back of My Mind Her Montero by uh, Lil Nas X Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, Evermore, Taylor Swift, Donda by Kanye, what the fuck, how the fuck Donda make this list, that album was not that goddamn good, but anyway, the winner ended up being, um, We Are by John Baptist, I mean, this dude obviously was already nominated, so, uh, Con- i give the Kanye shrug to that one. If I were to give that Grammy out, I would definitely give it to her. I would give it to uh, Back of My Mind out of those albums. But Donda for album of the year? I guess that's the purpose of being a Grammy darling. Because Kanye has been a Grammy darling forever. Let's keep it a buck. Song of the Year was Leave the Door Open, obviously, by uh, So Sonic, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran, Beautiful Noise by Alicia Keys, uh, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Fight For You, Her, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat SZA, Montero, Lil Nas X, Peaches, then Right On Time. Man, it's a lot of the same shit. Don't you think that y'all nominees sound the same? You know, me, when I do my award shit, when I do the King Known Awards, right, and for my new subscribers, right, which I will have plenty of very, very soon, right, go back and look at my nominees, look at my winners, look at my award explanation videos i try to spread things out i try to to get everyone nominated not the same 10 people but i get it though they looked at the charts they looked at popularity they and then they also voted on songs so i can't necessarily knock the grammys a hundred percent i can knock them 50 percent because me when i I look, you know, I did the awards. You know, they were motivation. And me doing my yearly awards. But anyway, Silk Sonic won that. As they should. As they should. They won song of the year and record of the year. I agree. I ain't mad at you. Let's see. um, Most notable. I'm going to go with notables because guess, man. I guess I can go over some of these pop nominees. But I'm not a pop nigga. So, Doja Cat and SZA won Kiss Me More for Best Pop Duo or Group Performance. And, I would have to say I would pick that over the other nominees that I will not mention. Because it's not my lane. Yeah, Doja Cat is a lucky artist that she can be in pop, she can be in rap, she can be in R&B, like the versatility, the talent is there. Even though I had a few disagreements on some of her thoughts that she has rectified. Now let's scroll down here. Let's see what else we got. R&B, my lane, it was a tie, damn. All right, so leave the door open. Pick up your feelings. Lost you by Snow Allegra. Peaches, again. Damaged by her. Wow. Oof. That was a rough, that's a rough category. I see why it would result in a tie. Um, and so leave the door open and pick up your feelings, tie. Hey, man, you know, if there were ever ties in the King Known Universe, you know, that would those, those were good picks. Best traditional R&B performance. Fight for you, her. I need you, John Baptist. Who the fuck is this guy? I never even heard of him. I didn't even see the nigga on the chart or nothing. Nobody talks about this nigga in R&B talks. Who the fuck is this dude? Um, Bring it on home to me. BJ the Chicago Kid, PJ Morton, Kenyon Dixon, and Charlie B. I, it's good to see BJ the Chicago Kid get a look. Because he's definitely one of the more... Underrated R and B niggas in the game, definitely underrated, and definitely I believe he's been a, a former uh, King Known Award nominee if I'm not mistaken. Um, Born Again, Leon Bridges and Robert Glasper, How Much Can a Heart Take, Lucky Day and Yeb- Yeba, and Her Fight for You won a traditional R and B performance. Not mad at that. Fight For You is a great song. It was on the, um, what soundtrack was that, y'all? That was on uh, Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. Great song. Best R&B song, Leave the Door Open, Damage by Her, Good Day, SZA, Heartbreak Anniversary, Giveon, Pick Up Your Feelings, Jasmine Sullivan, and Leave the Door Open, one, yet again. (laughs) These niggas, man. Clean up. And I mean, I can't disagree with this. I don't disagree with anything so far. I don't have like a huge disagreement. Best progressive R&B album. Table for two, Lucky Day. New Light, Eric Bellinger. It's good to see my nigga E-Beezy, E-Brizzle. You know what I'm saying? This my favorite R&B nigga of this this generation right here it feels good to see him finally get his flowers for his great songwriting and his you know great material eric bellinger got some heat he got some good projects man like i would start from the beginning to now i would check all those projects out if i were you but new light was good though it wasn't his best album but it wasn't his worst either it was really really good though Something to say, Corey Henry, never heard of him. Mood Valiant, Hiatus, Coyote, never heard of him. Dinner Party Dessert, Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper, Knife Wonder, and Kam- Kamasi, Washington. That was an album? I heard of Terrace Martin, Knife Wonder, and Robert Glasper, though. Studying Abroad, didn't Stay, Macigo, a lot of females love Macigo, bro. Uh, a lot of women that i've talked to that i've been in cahoot's with they talk about Masigo, Masigo, Masigo. And Masigo Straight. He's not in my regular rotation, but he's good though. He's good though. I ain't no hater. But Table for 2 Lucky Day 1. Much respect. I love Table for 2. That was a really good project. Great concept. I think I've talked about that on my previous shows. Best R&B album, we got Hotels, Jasmine Sullivan, Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies, Snow Allegra, We Are John Baptist. Batiste, Batiste, fuck man, I usually could pronounce names, man, I fell off, Gold Digger Sound, Leon Bridges, and Back of My Mind, Her, and Jasmine Sullivan won, shout out to Jasmine, I mean, I'm not mad at her for winning this award, not one bit. But my choice would have been back of my mind, her. That's just me. Some may agree, some may disagree. But that's actually like a really tough matchup, though, between her and Jasmine. Now, my lane. My lane, as LeVar Ball says, stay in your lane. Motherfucking Lane Rap Best Rap Performance We got Family Ties Keem and Kendrick Up Cardi B My Life J. Cole 21 Savage Moray Thought Shit Megan Thee Stallion Wow Thought has made it To the Grammys (laughs) The terminology Thought Has made it That hole over there So Family ties ended up winning. I mean, hey, I I can't get mad at that. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I ain't mad at it. Cause I love baby Keem and I love Kendrick Lamar. I feel like um Keem's album was was pretty damn good if you ask me. But you know, I if I were to pick a winner of this, I would have picked up by Cardi B. That's just me. No disrespect. And I mean, obviously, the best song up here is technically J Cole. My life. We're talking about the quality of the song, but the you know my pick would be Cardi B. That's just me. Best melodic rap performance. See what y'all done did, y'all mumble rap niggas did. Y'all took the rap out of rap and had to develop a whole new category to recognize. the You know what I'm saying? Hurricane. Kanye West, Weekend and Little Baby. Pride is the Devil, J. Cole and Lil Baby. Need to Know, Doja Cat, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. And What's Your Name, Tyler the Creator featuring NBA Youngboy and Ty Dalsheim. Get the fuck out of here. NBA Youngboy has got a Grammy nomination. That's crazy. A nigga I don't even listen to that gets no play in my ride got a Grammy nomination. You see how the world works? It's interesting. But anyway, the winner was Hurricane. Kanye, Weekend, and Lil Baby. Hurricane was mid to me. If I were to pick a winner, I would have picked Pride as the Devil 100%. Yeah, man. Let's see what else we got left here. Best rap song. We got Jail, Kanye and Hov, Bath Salts, DMX featuring Jay-Z and Oz, Best Friend, Sweetie and Doja Cat. Wow. Sweetie was nominated for not one Grammy, but two Grammys. But we'll get to that in a moment. I can't believe Best Friend made it. That's. I mean, that song wasn't that bad, though. I don't think Sweetie is a great rapper. I think she's pretty mid. But I still want to see like what a full-length project sounds by her because her EP was uh was not that good to me. I still want to see what the lady got though before I write her off as trash. Not going to say Sweetie is trash, but she, she we we at the goddamn we 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 pulling up on garbage day. <laughs> Family Ties Baby Keem and Kendrick And then My Life J. Cole 21 Savage And Moray And Jail Ended up winning Um, I wouldn't have picked that Even though I'm cool with Ye and J Getting another Grammy Not mad at that at all Um, My choice would have probably been My Life By uh, J. Cole 21 Savage And Moray J. Cole Low key got robbed In a couple of these categories I tell you what Best Rap Album, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler The Creator, The Off Season, J. Cole, King's Disease 2, Nas, Donda Kanye West. And Tyler The Creator won. I'm not mad that Tyler The Creator won. In the great words of Tupac Shakur, I'm not mad at you. I can't hate on Tyler. Tyler did have a really good album definitely had an album of the year candidate not upset at that not at all but we all know who should have won that j cole should have won that by miles that album had it was had no skips bro there was a couple on tyler i skipped if there's anything else that was notable for me to talk about. Damn, CeCe Winans is racking up all the Grammys, though, in the gospel category. It's a lot of categories in these Grammys. Uh, wow, shout out to Spice, though, getting nominated for a Grammy for her first album, though. That's fire. Shout out to Spice, though. Okay, well, you know, Hit Boy was nominated for Producer of the Year, but Jack... Antonoff won. Yeah, okay. I get it, though. Mike Elizondo, shout out to him for getting nominated. But we know, <laughs> we know who should have won producer of the year. Don't play. Don't fucking play with me. Don't play with Hit Boy like this, man. Letting these less than notable guys just coming through here. Like Hit Boy ain't been running rap. With his production the last couple of years But that's pretty much it I don't have really no disagreements this year Nothing heavy Nothing like I know this motherfucker ain't win. So shout out to the Grammys For actually diversifying their bonds Bye-bye. But we're gonna move on to NBA Talk Let's talk NBA. Let's talk basketball, man. The Los Angeles Lakers have fallen once again as they lost to the Denver Nuggets. But I want to speak on LeBron sitting out the game. I I hate to say it, but I, I will say it. That's some weak-ass shit you're doing. Like, your team has an opportunity to make the play-in game. And every game is important. And you decide to sit out because of an ankle? Bro... I don't care if LeBron would have played 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You could have played on a minutes restriction. You do realize with every loss, your team has a major chance of getting this funeral from Pastor King Gnome. You know that, right? And Magic and Kareem have come out openly criticized LeBron James as of recently and unfortunately when you're talking about two guys who won five championships, who bought five championships to the Los Angeles Lakers, I don't care um, what they had to say I don't care if it was right or wrong their word means more than LeBron James who bought a church's chicken all these Dollar General Dollar Tree Chicken Wing Chain Championship to the Lakers. These guys won five championships and one of the in, in in the uh one of the more marketable times in basketball. And were known as one of the greatest duos. Of all time. So their word. Holds. Merit. Like Magic has come out. And criticized the Lakers management. To the point where. He had to leave. Because he felt like he wasn't getting any respect. From them. So with that that loss to the Denver Nuggets, that was a crushing loss. I think Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis did all that they could without the guy that left him on stuff. LeBron James. Why you leave the homies on stuff? Uh-uh-uh. T-Bird. LeBron, why, you, why ain't you get at me about that shit, dog? And so with that being said, right? The San Antonio Spurs ended up beating the Portland Trailblazers last night, which moves them two games ahead on the Los Angeles Lakers for the 10th spot. And you know what's even crazier? The Spurs won that game without their best player and DeJounte Murray. You mean to tell me that Anthony Davis and, and Russell Westbrook couldn't win without LeBron James, but the Spurs who clearly are not better than the Lakers on paper. You had Anthony Davis, you had Russell Westbrook, you had Carmelo Anthony there. And y'all couldn't beat Denver, but San Antonio handled their business without their best player. I understand it was Portland, but San Antonio and Portland, with the loss of Murray, were evenly matched. And I just got word that Ben Simmons is set to be out for the rest of the regular season and the play-in game. So he's going to miss that. And it doesn't seem like he's close to returning from that herniated disc. As far as I'm concerned, I think Simmons should just sit out the rest of the season. Because it doesn't look like... On the outside looking in, right? Brooklyn has lost a lot of key games lately. And I had told you when the trade was executed that the Nets were not going to win the championship this year. They have a chance. I mean, long as you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, there's always a chance to win. But however, I had said that it was going to be difficult trying to regain the chemistry of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You know, Kyrie is back to full time now. It seems like the full-time schedule sometimes takes a lot of wind out of Kyrie Irving. Sometimes that happens. And I just don't think that I think either A, they will be eliminated in the playoffs early or they will lose the play-in game. Because As it stands right now, right, the Nets would be in the play-in game against the Hornets, and guess what? The Hornets own the season series versus the Nets this year, and the Hornets have given the Nets problems with their athleticism because the Nets do not have a shot blocker. Their best shot blocker is Nick Claxton, but that nigga looked like he weighed 130 pounds. Brooklyn is in trouble in major trouble I mean they clinched the playing game the Knicks have no way the Knicks or the Wizards cannot catch Brooklyn so pretty much the playing game is decided as far as 9 and 10 goes the Hawks and Cavaliers have not been decided The Hawks are obviously trying to win out so that they can take the Cavs' spot. And as it stands currently, the Cavs would play the Hawks for the seventh seed. And me personally, I think the Cavs are probably going to win that. That's just me. I could be wrong. The way that Trey Young and company has been playing lately, it seems like the Hawks are finally hitting their stride in the season when they struggle to begin now that they're used to being to life without john collins ice tray and the hawks have been on a 5 game winning streak and that's a good look i mean the other ro- the only problem i have with the hawks is are the role players going to step up every night Like, is Bogdan Bogdanovich gonna step up? Is DeAndre Hunter gonna finally ease himself into that star player potential that he has? It doesn't seem like John Collins is returning. And is Capella gonna finally start scoring and being more effective on the offensive end? Or is Trey going to carry the offense until he eventually runs out of gas. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Miami wants the Atlanta Hawks in the first round. Not to say that Atlanta's going to beat them. I'm just going to say that the potential is there for Atlanta to give them a very good series. But as it stands, Miami seems to be the sure bet for a number one seed. And Boston, in a major surprise, has taken number two. Milwaukee's number three, which can change. They are on a two-game losing streak. Philadelphia 76ers are fourth. They're tied for third. So this is not, this is still a race between one through four. Still a race. Chicago is not going to catch Philly. Toronto's not going to catch Philly. I think they're going to be five and six. Respectfully, but who won in four, one through four, end up playing has yet to be decided. We just know that the play in game is pretty much in the bag, and there's no one else that's outside of the play in game that's going to catch Brooklyn. And Brooklyn would have a tough game against the Hornets. Let's talk about the West. The Western Conference. I know y'all tired of this Eastern Conference talk, but goddamn it, the playoffs is one and a half weeks away, and I am excited. The Phoenix Suns are number one. They are not going to be caught. That is crazy to me that the Memphis Grizzlies are on a seven-game win streak without John ja Moran. Phoenix and Memphis are mirroring each other to me because they have their star, their young star player they have a couple of vets, even though, I mean, Memphis doesn't have, like, a veteran like Chris Paul on their team, but they got a collection of players, and they are well coached by Taylor Jenkins, but that's crazy that these dudes are on a seven-game win streak and still seven games behind Phoenix, who was, who got beat by uh, Memphis the other day. Phoenix, a full Phoenix team got beat by a shorthanded Grizzlies team. And you know what that means. If they were to face off in the playoffs, this will be a seven-game series, no doubt. And Golden State is finally holding it down for Steph Curry as they won their last two games. And they took took back control of the third seed. The Warriors seem like they beat teams that they're supposed to, but they lose to teams that they can't lose to. If you're catching my drift, they're beating teams that they're supposed to beat, but the tougher and stronger teams, like the Mavericks, like the Nuggets, like the Jazz, like the Grizzlies, like the Sun, well, they beat Phoenix. No, 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 they lost, did they lose to Phoenix? I think they beat Phoenix as well. So the Warriors are finally, like, getting their chemistry back together, and Jordan Poole is blossoming into a possible star. And we've seen Clay Thompson hit his stride. Because Clay still goes back to a 50 point Clay now and again. Now, the Mavericks can still snatch the third spot from the Warriors. The Nuggets, they have taken advantage of Utah's slump. And I keep trying to tell y'all, Utah's major flaw is they don't have a legit number two to go with Donovan Mitchell. And I tell you, I would try to trade everybody except Gobert in the offseason to get Donovan Mitchell a star player that could average 20 points a game, that could take a lot of the scoring pressure off Donovan Mitchell. But Donovan Mitchell also has to realize that you have a team, sir. You can't do this shit on your own. And that's why the Utah Jazz are losing games. So, basically... Mitchell needs to distribute the ball a little bit more. I understand, you know, he's a gunner, though. It's kind of like Brett Flav with a basketball. And a lot of the smaller teams do take advantage of, of, uh, of Rudy Gobert. Lack of feet. So, that's why Utah is in a slump. Let's see. Let's move moving on here. Minnesota Timberwolves can catch Utah for sixth. If Minnesota keeps winning games, they can take the sixth spot. The Clippers are pretty much a lock for eight. The Pelicans are a lock for nine, maybe. If San Antonio keeps winning games, they can snatch number nine from the Pelicans. It's very close. A lot of this shit is not decided, which makes for a whole lot of excitement to come. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now that's my show. I've been going on way too long. This is King Known Uncensored. Welcome to the 2022 Grammys. And I'm out of here.